Hi everybody, this is Brandon back with The Suicidal Survivor. Just wanted to uh, say I apologize. I committed to a podcast every week and unfortunately I just haven't been able to get that done. I've had a lot going on. I totaled my car and then just just a little bit of struggling here and there. So I kind of took some time to breathe and just get my mind right and currently I'm on my home I'm on my way home from Minnesota right now I have about three hours left and just wanted to touch base again and get some more information out that I referenced last time in regards to suicidal thoughts and implementing a tool that can help preserve your life in those moments so what I think is important is having resources in place and Um, being able to measure the severity of your thoughts and using those resources to ensure your safety. So whether it's a scale from 1 to 10 or a scale from 1 to 5 in regards to the severity of your thoughts based on um, you can do anything from do you have ideation that's just starting? Do you have some hypervigilance going on? Um, hypervigilance could be, say, a score of one. And if you get to a score of uh, two, three, four, or five, there should be things that you do at each level. So at the at the base level of one, say your hypervigilance is causing some um, uneasy thoughts, some, some ideation of suicide that's where you should maybe text the suicide hotline at 741741. Again, if you have never used that resource, there is the suicide text line at 741741. And say for me, that's uh, what I would do if I have some hypervigilance on stage one. Um, Once you get to stage two, you can differentiate what that means for you. I would say for me, um, if it became like a panic attack, then um, stage two would be that I surround myself with somebody. So I call a family or friend to come be with you. Uh, the presence of other people is very powerful. And then if it, depending on if you can come down or if it gets worse, you at least have somebody there that can help make decisions with you. And say you hit level three, then you need to call maybe the mobile crisis unit for your local authorities. Um, have somebody come out that can medically help you or um, supervise in a way. So we just need to, I think it's important to make sure that you have and know of the resources out there to be able to help yourself because. In those moments of suicidal thoughts and ideation, whether it's active or passive, we need to make sure that we are making the right decisions. And in that state of mind, when you're hypervigilant, you're not rationalizing things properly. You don't. You're not doing necessarily what you truly want, even though in the moment it may seem that you truly want to take your own life. That's at the core of it. You really don't want to do that. That's a pretty bold statement to be speaking on behalf of so many other people. But I truly believe that um, 
a lot of people anyways that have, that aren't here with us that took their lives truly didn't want to do that they were just in a altered state of mind where they didn't have the resources or tools in place to be able to step back and realize the magnitude of the decision they're making and realizing that this pain that they have is is something that can be overcome and that by taking or ending your life it's just distributing the pain amongst your family members and friends that i could imagine uh, could even be tenfold worse than what it is for the person themselves um speaking speaking from experience i mean i've had so much pain and dealt with so much suicidal ideation and thoughts and to the point where i attempted it like i've said in the previous podcast but i couldn't imagine what it would be like as like somebody i'm close with like my wife obviously or my my grandma just um how hard it would be for them to feel like they didn't do or say the right things when it has nothing to do with that but that's all they can believe and hold on to is well what if i would have done this differently and and that that's just straight torture i uh, I, that's not something that we want so we got to make sure that we don't it doesn't ever come to that so so write out a spectrum of one to five one to ten and at each level put something there whether it's doing breathing exercises or eating some fruit or something natural fruit vegetable that's um, eating studies have shown eating healthy foods and organic foods have um, really helps with the physiology um, and, and that can make you in turn feel better when you're eating natural things um, you could go out for a run that's been shown to be one of the most therapeutic forms of exercise is aerobic exercise specifically running and if you have um, injuries or things that cause you to not be able to do running there's always like swimming or a stationary bike where there's a low impact on your body that is also aerobic exercise and can be good at helping you change the physiology inside your head to get you to a better place and then from there obviously there um people that do need it don't be ashamed of taking medication remember shame guilt um several other feelings are self-induced and that's not something that anybody should feel ashamed of i'm currently taking medication and it's okay it's it's helping me it took a while to get it figured out but you just got to do what you got to do to get to the next day and then once you get to the next day you do what it takes to get to the next day and so on and so on and so on so again that's uh something i really wanted to get out there is i think it would be important for people to create a tool that they can use and reflect on and put it on a piece of paper put it on a uh, note card put it in your wallet um, somewhere keep it on you at all times so that if you ever start having these thoughts or feelings that you just go to the card and start start at the level you're at if you're at level one we should be recognizing it right away and it's, it's okay if you don't recognize it right away or you don't 
act on it just make sure if you don't act on say stage one make sure you act on stage two or stage three wherever you're at in the spectrum you you just know that there's peace of mind in saving yourself just that you know what to do in each scenario and you might not be aware until you get to a later stage but that's okay because you know if you hit stage two stage three okay call my best friend have them come over or drive to their house if you're safe call the authorities uh, mobile crisis unit uh, go for a run lift do something that works and it might be trial and error figuring out what works whether some people really benefit from breathing exercise just taking deep breaths in and out for oh say a four count or if you look up breathing exercises on google i'm sure you'll find a million different um things that you can do as far as breathing exercises meditation talking to a friend over the phone there's so many things that can help that we just have to act have to act on take take action and i know it's not easy i know it's hard um in the moment but that's it's life-saving and we need to be here for ourselves for our family for our friends and for the world and to keep fighting and to end this epidemic of suicidal ideation where people are taking their lives every 40 seconds it's something that can be stopped and there's so much pain in this world and we need to let it go and we need to help other people let it go and know that everyone is loved and they're important and they're worthy of being here and that they have value and a place in this world and the, the, you're, everybody's going through what they're going through um, for a reason there, there's a lesson and there's there's healing there's something on the other side for us just remember that and just remember you're loved and i'm gonna do my best to keep my word on doing this on a weekly um level so i will be with you guys next time until then i hope everybody has a a great week and take care and know you're loved